You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome to the Express. Uh, I am Casey Corbin, your host this week, filling in for Bilal, who is on another assignment. And, uh, well, here we go with the raw review. Uh, in case you haven't seen it, well, this is what happened. We started off first segment, Brock Lesnar, the champ, coming out with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman cutting a massively long promo. Uh, now, remember, folks, where we are on the road to WrestleMania is important as we are uh, just uh, past Saudi Arabia and we are currently on the way to the Elimination Chamber. Uh, the matches have not been fully set in stone yet for WrestleMania, but we do know that Drew McIntyre is challenging Brock Lesnar, uh, who is still the champ uh, coming out of uh, Saudi Arabia with the title. Um, now, as we know, uh, Drew uh, won the Battle Royal Royal Rumble this year, and he chose to face Brock, and uh, he came in here, and uh, there was an altercation, and three Claibornes later, uh, Drew McIntyre is standing left in the ring, and uh, as Brock and uh, Paul have retreated, uh, like good heels do, and let me tell you, if if you're not on the Brock train and you don't realize how good this guy is, watch him sell those Claiborne's. Like, let's face it, he's gonna make Drew McIntyre look good until WrestleMania, and then he's gonna have to beat him because he's Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar is simply the best that there is in the business today. Um, you might disagree with that, but I don't care. I don't care. I'm hosting this show this week, not Bilal. So there we go. Hey, the Street Profits coming off there. Uh, they had a really great match in Saudi Arabia with uh, the Messiah and his disciple, Buddy. And uh, let me tell you something. They had another solid match here on Raw. And uh, big surprise, they are in the Raptors gear and they won the championships. That's right. I'm talking new champs, Street Profits. We want the smoke. They got the smoke. They're the new champs, and what does this mean for the Messiah uh, and, and, and his uh, disciple buddy? Well, it uh, doesn't mean very much because the Messiah is a singles wrestler, and he can go on to something else, uh, but I hopefully, hopefully I hope they continue his friendship with Buddy Murphy as they uh, continue to evolve Buddy Murphy and make him a more prominent superstar. Um, with that said, Seth, uh, Seth, Ro- uh, Seth Rollins cuts a promo, basically focused towards his problems with Kevin Owens as of late, and that was that. Then, uh, to finish off the first hour, we have Ricochet coming in, going up for the uh, 24-7 title. I don't know how you get a title match so fast after getting squashed by Brock Lesnar, but, um, you know, I guess you start with the lowest title on the rung, the 24-7 title, and in a really uh, nice, quick, fun match, uh, we saw Ricochet lose to Riddick Moss, who uh, they seem to be given a bit of a push uh, since he's won the 24-7 belt. And uh, this guy, if you haven't seen him, uh, pretty impressive neckbreaker finisher. I'll tell you that right now, and that's what he won with tonight. So there we go, first hour of Raw. Uh, overall, pretty solid. I got to say right now, pretty solid. All right, uh, go take a washroom break, come back, and we'll do... Uh, 
we'll do that second second hour in a few seconds. And we're back. Of course, we didn't really go anywhere. Maybe you did. Maybe I did. Maybe we did. But together we didn't because this is still one show. And we're in segment two, hour two of Raw. And uh, the, the club, the OG club, original gangsta bullet club, they are in the ring, of course. Uh, Anderson and Gallows with uh, AJ Styles. And um, AJ Styles is about to go into a match with Aleister Black. Of course, um, once uh, Aleister Black gets down to the ring, AJ says there's a, he'd never read the contract, and he has to go through uh, Carl before wrestling AJ. So uh, so um, Aleister Black has a decent match against Carl, and then he finishes Carl, and then it turns out he also has to go through Gallows. He has to basically run the gauntlet through uh, the Bullet Club. And or the OG club, and um, he so he gets uh, uh, Carl. I mean, he beats Gallows. Uh, I mean, he beats Carl, and then um, Gallows gets disqualified. He goes on to wrestle AJ and um, and AJ, and uh, it's uh, well, what happens? Oh, AJ beats him uh, rather quickly, and uh, as he's beating him. He's pinning him a la Undertaker, uh, arms crossed on the chest, and uh, AJ with his hair thrown back, uh, with his tongue out. He's trolling the Undertaker is what he's doing. Uh, he's, uh, he seems destined to face the Undertaker at Mania. And, uh, you know, I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why the Undertaker's still wrestling at Mania, but uh, why are we feeding him great wrestlers like AJ? I guess so he can have a good match. But I got to tell you, the Undertaker's match at Mania, they should not go over 10 minutes. Um, they should be really short. Anything under five would be great. So then we have uh, the Riot Club and their uh, story going on. Though there is no more Riot Club, but you have all the uh, club members, uh, Liv Morgan and uh, Ruby. Ruby does a, an interview where she says there's no friends in the Elimination Chamber. And that is true. All Riot Club is in the Elimination Chamber and they're about to be in this match. Liv Morgan wrestles Ruby Riot. Um, the match is as good as you can imagine it. Uh, and it's also uh, ref by Sarah Logan. So if you thought Sarah Logan was a, a great wrestler, oh, even better ref. I'll tell you that right now. As um, the match ends up with, uh, with everybody basically getting knocked out and them all turning on each other. Even when the referee, after the referees... Uh, it turns on Sarah Logan turns on Liv Morgan at the very end when you thought they were maybe in cahoots against Ruby Riot. So it's apparent to me the Riot Squad, the Riot Club, the Riot Gear Girls, whatever they are, they are done. And uh, yeah, so that is uh, that is that. Uh, that's what happened there. And um, I will tell you that, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the second hour. Not a lot happens the second hour because they spend a lot of time recapping the first hour. So here we are now in hour three, the top of hour three. We got Becky Lynch watching Shayna Brazler as Shayna Brazler goes against Carrie Sane. These two have a history in NXT. They're not really talking about it because I do believe Carrie Sane got the better of Shayna Brazler in NXT. Um, however, uh, you know, Oscar is outside, and Oscar uh, will be in the elimination chamber with Shayna Brazler. 
uh, later on Sunday. As our three starts of Raw, we're still in the Shayna Brazler carry Sane match and uh, with Asuka injured outside the ring. However, this is going to lead to Asuka and Shayna Brazler and where they're going to go in the Elimination Chamber. And, of course, at the end of the match, um, for some reason, you have Becky Lynch up at the commentary booth, and she's dressed like uh, Elton John in Rocketman. She's got a crown on her head and a big glasses and a fur coat, and, you know, she looks absolutely ridiculous. But yet she, uh, she cuts a promo at the end of their match, and it's just a bunch of gibberish. I can't understand what she's saying. So uh, that was basically that. Cut to um, No Way Jose and his lineup and his crew are dancing through the back. I don't know why they're dancing. They don't have a match. They're just going through. Ho- ho- no, Jose, Hozo, Jose, or whatever they sing. Anyway, they run into Eric Rowan and his box, and they ask him what's in it. And he shows them the reveal is a spider, maybe a giant tarantula, I think. A mutated giant tarantula. And it's uh, it's clearly maybe robotic. I don't know. But it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And uh, so great job. Glad to see Jose back on TV. Uh, not only that, we go into a match of, uh, you know, used to wonder where Lucha House Party went to. Uh, I think they all took off their masks, and now they're wrestling with Rey Mysterio in this match. No, of course, we got, uh, we got Andra, Andrea, Andrea, we, uh, I always get, I always get Andrea, Andrea, I always get Andrea's name mixed up. I always get it fucked up. Anyways, he's with Hector Garza. They got Zelina Vega in the corner. Uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. and Humberto Calrio, which is weird because it sounds like Alberto Del Rio, but he went, so they just got this new guy and they just gave him a name very similar. Regardless, uh, the four of them are in a match. It's the longest match of the night. It takes up the majority of the hour, and uh, it's okay. It's got some good spots. It's just that none of these guys I have any interest in and uh, they're giving the biggest match on Raw tonight, and I have no interest in any of these guys. I don't know where the story is going along with them, what the story is, who's moving forward, what's going on. It just seems to be a time filler, and I really don't care. Finally, we lead into the last segment. Beth Phoenix comes out to make her announcement on how Edge is doing since his vicious attack uh, from RKO uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton comes out, meets her in the ring, gives this long speech about how much he's respected Edge, how he met him when he was a child in 99, uh, you know, and a really compelling story. And then he went on to blame uh, Beth Phoenix for Edge's injury because he said that she was an enabler and his addiction is wrestling and the pop of the crowd. And she did nothing to help him get rid of that addiction she only fed it and encouraged him to come back and he came back and this is where he is now and it's all her fault and she started to cry and in a way in a way he's right uh, which would lead her to getting upset 
kicking Randy Orton in the stomach, to which he immediately retaliated with an RKO, and it ends, Raw ends with Randy Orton leaving the ring as uh, Beth Phoenix lies there uh, in the middle of the ring after suffering an RKO courtesy of Randy Orton. And that is your Raw review. I hope you enjoyed it. Where's Raw going? We're going to WrestleMania. I thought this was a decent Raw. We moved some storylines forward. We're going into Elimination Chamber uh, this Sunday, and I'm curious to see what the Raw is going to be like next week after the Elimination Chamber and where we're going on the road to WrestleMania. So next week, you might hear me. You might hear Bilal. You most likely hear Bilal. But if not, I've been Casey Corbin from Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and you've been listening to Bilal on the Express. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.